sweat the technique. Welcome back, Houston. It's the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We got two in the books, one to go. Final hour of the show starts now on the Killer Bees. As Jeremy is out, uh, he'll be back tomorrow. Joe might be back if Jeremy is. If not, BMAC, always happy to have you. My good friend Barry Laminek to my right. Always fun making radio with... Good times. My boy. So we're going to continue to roll on. Very astrocentric as we hit hit multiple topics today. Uh, We do want to get to some Texans as well. So Jason's been holding a while. What better way to roll into Texans Central then have Jason lead us off. Jason, what's going on? Hey, guys, what's going on? Thanks for taking the call. Absolutely. Uh, I actually texted him the other day, and I made the comment. You guys were talking about drafts and whatnot, and I said that uh, Stoss and Jordan Davis should be Texans, and I'm actually over with the season. I think we should fire Casario. The experiment's done. He's a horrible evaluator of talent uh, for the simple fact that we took a reach on Tank Dale. He was on no one's radar. We had the 65th and the 73rd pick, and we took Tank Dell uh, before we took A Chain. We could have actually, or A Chain, we could have actually get, took A Chain first with the 65th pick, and then took Tank Dell with the 73rd pick because I believe A Chain went 85th overall or something like that, or he went 86th overall. But we totally screwed it. Uh, I think Casario is too smart for himself, and he always. Jason, don't hang up. I got a question for you, okay? Because okay? yeah. yeah. I hear what you're saying, right? But I, I don't know that any general manager likes to take the risk that a guy that they know more about or they have more intel on about than most in tank is available, even if it's just a couple of picks. Because I hear what you're saying about A-Chain because A-Chain was playing down the road as well. But in terms of what you said about Casario, look, as much as we've all been critical, and I've been very critical when he makes mistakes, what do you think about what he did to find C.J. Stroud? Mm. Because C.J. Mm. Stroud is the guy that we talked about on the show the other day might buy him mm-hmm. a pass for multiple years because of the fact that he is now your franchise quarterback, and I don't think anybody's going to argue that point, mm. and that is the most important position <clears throat> on the field. Mm. Well, and this is the thing. I think C.J. Stroud was um, a pick by you know the owners. Hey, we need a quarterback. We need the, the people of the city to get back into it. Let's pick a quarterback. And C.J. Stroud was, you know, I guess was the better of the picks. Honestly, I was the Will Levis guy, not going to lie. I was the Will Levis guy. And, you know, hey, we'll see them. You were a Will Levis guy at two? I was the Will Levis guy, yes. Not at two. But but this is the thing, though. Jason, are you you a fan of my normal co-host? Am I a fan of? uh, Yeah, I am. I am. Okay, that that explains the Will Levis (laughs) Right, right. It does. Yeah, but yeah. This, wait, this is the thing, though. Hear me out. Hear me out. Oh, I'm hearing it out. The comment, the comment was made that we may be seeing CJ's ceiling, and it's good because he'll be still in the middle of the pack, like between 10 and 15, but that's not good enough to win, you know, championships, as, we, as you guys stated, you know, a couple of days ago. And so, and I'm not saying Will Levis is the guy to win you championships. I just like Will Levis over CJ Stroud. That well, was just. You know, Jason, my thing, but I think la- last thing, Jason, real yeah. quick, though, man, you said you want to fire Nick Casario because he took Tank Dell at 69 and he didn't take <laughs> uh, Devon HN at 84. The fact of the matter is you weren't going to take a running back that soon because you still had Damian Pierce, True. who just came off a hell of a rookie year. You weren't going to do that anyways. Maybe fifth, sixth round. Where is he you now? Take a backup. Where is he it, now? It doesn't matter. HN yeah, is hurt or he was, was hurt, too. To. Yeah, you didn't know True. you weren't going to do that. 
There's no way you were taking Dude, a running I, I back. I would have done it. No, no way. You're taking a running back in the third round after Damian Pierce's rookie year that he just had? Now, Jason, there is a potential job for you somewhere down the road. It doesn't matter. You didn't know what now was going to be. I mean, Jason, there's a job for you somewhere down the road because, you know, Easterby got a job and he didn't have the qualifications. (laughs) I understand you'd have done it. But I think to Barry's point, look, getting it back to just the real conversation, as an organization, your best offensive player a year ago was Damian Pierce. Mm. Okay? So you didn't know how the new system was going to translate for Damian Pierce, but the assumption, and it is a logical assumption, is that he's not going to take a step back. He's going to continue to grow and be arguably Mm. one of the best players on your team from an offensive perspective as this roster continues to grow. He was your second-best offensive player behind Laramie Thompson. What you needed was wide receivers. But this was a team that had no talent at wide receiver that you felt like anyways. They needed tight end. They needed wide receiver. They needed O-line. So they took a wide receiver, a a, a burner that you felt like, hey, at least he didn't have to be the best route runner. Hey, just take the lid off the defense for us. That's what they did. That wasn't a dumb pick by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, if you want to argue... if you want to argue I other like receivers, Pink. I like Pink. okay. I like Pink. We we should we should have him. The thing is, he's hurt too. He gets hurt too. He's small. Yeah, but you knew that coming in. I mean, he's a smaller guy. You, but that was the knock on him coming in. But that doesn't mean you don't take him because when he's on the field, you see how dynamic he can be. And some of the injuries that you he's do had, take him. What? You do take. You feel take take. You feel take tank, But you take him after you take a chance. Are you because firing? You you Where's the guarantee that he'd still be there? Uh, yeah, are you firing yeah. every GM that didn't take Achan uh, first? Because no, I'm let's not. go through all the running backs that were off the board before him. Now you got to. Well, I mean, I'd probably start in Tennessee, but it doesn't. <laughs> no, but see, look, I, I think that the, the the thing is, as a general manager, you can't you can't gamble that hard that yeah. the guy that you really are focused on is going to still be there seven picks down the road because right. that's where you get burned and that's where you lose your job too. Yeah, and, and and again, you weren't taking a running back that early. You just weren't. Gonna no, you're right it. because of who Pierce was a year. Yep. Ago. All right. Appreciate the call, Jason. Don't be a stranger. Appreciate Good you, combo, there. buddy. Well but done. The Will Levis thing and the Jer- the Jeremy thing. Weird. We're gonna get over. That was okay. All right. So yeah, because I think look, the 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 question as you bring it up, Barry, as we rotate into this is, and we we started getting into this yesterday is, where are you focused on as Nick Casario going forward as the key position to add to or to improve on? as you move forward now that you passed on the trade deadline, right? This yeah. team is what it's going to be the rest of the season because they did nothing to try and ex- to add. They also didn't sell, so they stood pat. So whether you like that or not, this is their way of saying, look, we like what we've been able to do in year one under D'Amico. We feel like we added another, another class of good young talent, and we feel like with a boatload of cash in the offseason, we're going to be in a position to continue to add to this team as well as a very, very stocked cupboard of draft picks to choose from as you continue to add through the draft. Some people want them to go out and spend a lot of that money on a wide receiver. We talked about it yesterday, whether you believe T. Higgins is a true one or not. Mike Evans, if you look at the other side of the spectrum, we know that Higgins is a younger guy looking for his chance to be Batman instead of Robin. We know that Mike Evans has been Batman. Now, how many years can he continue to do that, and how many years are you willing to pay him and at what price? So there's a lot to, to, to kind of break down and get into here in terms of where do they go next and who's on your radar? 
Well, I think it really depends. This is why I said I really like the idea of not doing anything at the trade deadline. I like the idea of let's just see with this new coaching staff and and these young guys, let's just see what we have at the end of the year. Let's see where we're at. If they finish the year with the same amount of wins they're sitting on right now, then you can assess what do we think the problem was. Was it the fact that no one respected our running game? Was that a problem for Damian being Damian Pierce, or was that a new zone blocking scheme and our O-line isn't well-equipped to run a zone blocking scheme, or was it our running back that wasn't well-equipped? Um, you know, I, I think you have to assess it. I think defensively, I don't think they have to do much. I mean, obviously, you need to get better. You got to keep adding talent. But they're top, what, top 10 in points allowed so far? They're, well, they're, they have acquitted themselves well. You have a good young secondary. Yep. You've got well, some bright spots at see. linebacker. You got added Will Anderson. I, I think that to me, what this is going to come down to is one of three groups, which we talked about yesterday. Is it the receiving core? I don't know. Is it O line or is it your running backs? O line. I don't think they're touching. Maybe maybe in the draft. I don't know. Maybe in the draft because you yeah. still need a left guard. You do, but, but I think they're going to still give Kenyon Green every chance to succeed because of how high you drafted him. Sure. Because how bad he looks. Scruggs, too. Right? Yeah. Now, Juice Scruggs, why he hasn't been on the field already, and I know he had an injury, but it's beyond me that he isn't ready already. Right. You know, and now you, you lost uh, uh, your sixth-round center last week. So you're looking at it going, I'll probably have to look at whether it's a backup or not, and I think it's smart to get – I said this before the season. They had an opportunity to get a veteran center mm-hmm. just so that Stroud would feel more comfortable early on. Yeah. But it also helps you to have a, a quality backup, right? So where you look at it, which but I, I found out they did. When you talk the about the money to spend, I think. Oh, you're saying so? You're not just saying draft. You're just I think saying draft and free agency. agency. Yeah, because oh, I think the yeah. position group is easy. You look at all the guys on one year contracts. Like you got Sheldon Rankins. Sheldon Rankins, I think, was a great ad. He's on a one year deal, so right. they, he's made a difference on the defense with a defensive minded head coach. To your point, that's why I think the defense has excelled. But you're going to have guys that you got to resign. You got to resign Stevie Nelson. You got to resign Rankins. You got to figure out. I think Jerry Hughes, you have to resign if you're going to resign him. You still don't know what Stingley is, and you hope by the end of the season you get a better, a clearer understanding. Yeah. But there are holes to fill, yeah. right? You sign Jimmy Ward to go along Petrie. You got some safeties, but you 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 know you bring Shaq Griffin in on a year deal. You know what's crazy? And and call me crazy, because um, you guys usually do when I give you takes. <laughs> But I, I sure, agree with you. Opening you guys. I agree. I agree with you about you know the receiving core probably ends up bubbling to the top uh, of where you want to spend a lot of money. But don't sleep on the fact that adding a complimentary pass rusher to Will Anderson. Um, big, but what's Grenard? Yeah, been? Grenard's been good. Sure, he has. But I don't think he's your prototypical you know D end pass rush guy. Um, and and maybe that's just not you know me knowing the the scheme that D'Amico runs. Maybe he doesn't care about that. Maybe he's not necessarily looking for a a seven or nine technique guy. He's like, yeah, we can we can put an outside linebacker out there and put him down in in a, in a you know four point stance and let him get after the quarterback. That's fine. See, I think you have enough. Draft but I think picks I think and- having a, some a compliment to take some of the pressure off of Will Anderson. Can can really allow? Oh, there's him no doubt. You need another. You need another up. bookend. You look yeah. at what Pittsburgh did yep, with exactly. Watt, Watt and Highsmith. You've got you know the best defense defensive pass rush teams have more than one, right? right? And you and they can come from a variety yeah. of ways. You saw how active Malik Collins was a week ago, but I think that from a draft perspective, you also see to his point about where Tank fell to. You're going to have a, a ton of receivers in this draft. Now, are they all going to be quality wide receiver one talent? Probably not. But you're still going to have wide receivers to choose from. They need a tight end. Dalton Schultz, in my mind, is going to go somewhere else next year with a veteran team where he's going to try and get a three or four year deal at max, you know, not max money, but 
a lot more money than a one-year $9 million deal to prove himself. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to have to explore that too. But between free agency money and the draft, the position groups are pretty clear in terms of what you have to add to. I I wouldn't disagree. I mean, you've got to get a a true one. You, You want that... You want that relationship to develop over time oh, with no CJ Stroud, that right? Too. You he needs his Jamar Chase. He needs he needs that guy that, you know, is his clear cut one. And what's interesting is do you do you go that Joe Burrow Jamar Chase route? Do you try to figure out how to get one of those fantastic receivers from Ohio State in this upcoming draft that he's played with, that he's comfortable with? Uh, Depending on how many wins you get the rest of the year, Marvin Harrison Jr. Exactly. And, you know, you can maybe move up and do that. I don't know. Well, you didn't have to if you didn't. Never mind. Okay. Uh We're going to continue to roll on. We got Texans talk on the the, Todd. Don't go anywhere. We'll get you after the break. So we'll get you in here on some Texans talk. You want to join the program. 713-780-3776 where you can call and text. Otherwise, Twitch and Twitter is available. We got plenty more of the show still to go. So don't go anywhere. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 FM. Before we go to the break, I want to tell you about my friend Doc Linville, though. Doc Linville, best in the business at a variety of different plastic surgeries and things that he does. But the one thing that I think that I know from firsthand experience that he does better than anything else, but he's the best in the business at, is the neograft procedure. If you don't know what it is, but you're a guy that's struggling with pattern baldness, thinning, or bald spots, and you don't think you can get your hair back, you absolutely can. And in fact, it's your hair. Notice I didn't say all the fake hair and the sprays and the creams and the foams that you see on TV, but you understand isn't going to get your hair back. The great thing is you're going to get it back because the neograft procedure takes your hair from areas you're never going to lose it, the sides and the back. Genetically, that's a fact. And he's going to put it where you need it most. Maybe it's your hairline in front, or maybe you got that baboon's butt that's rearing its head on the back of your dome piece. And you need something to cover it up. Well, That's exactly what the neograft is going to do. And you're going to see the results almost instantaneously. The follicles that are moved are going to stay and grow, be with you for the long haul, getting stronger and longer. Why? Because he's taken it from a spot where you're never going to lose it. It makes sense. When he explained it to me, it's why I did the procedure. 95 to 99% of the follicles that he moves aren't going anywhere. They're going to be with you for the rest of your life, and that's why this is the thing to do if you want to get your hair back. Check them out today. Go to 975hair.com because if you are listening to this program and go to 975hair.com, you can get a free consultation with Doc and his staff. It normally costs 150 bucks For you, free. No obligation, no signing on the dotted line, nothing to do later. Just go in, get answers to your questions, and figure out if it's right for you. It's that simple. It was right for me. It could be right for you, too. Check them out today. Go to 975hair.com. Most bees make honey. These killer bees make great sports insights, but they also make honey. Don't ask about the process. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Joel and Jeremy. Today, the hive is alive with the queen bee, Barry Laminac, along with <laughs> wait, what? Brian McDonald and myself, Joel Blank, as we continue to roll through the second day in a row without Jeremy as he spent some family time, quality time, and got away from the show for a few days. He'll be back tomorrow. Joe should be as well if he's not trying to make himself an on-air talent by filling in on another show and he thinks that my armpit deodorant isn't working and stays away from me. Is that what it is? I don't know what it is at this stink. point, but he makes excuses every day so he doesn't have to work with me. That's fine. Fair enough. If, if, if he's not if, on if air. He, if he can't yeah. see through the pandering that Jeremy does on a daily basis just to make him is believe that he likes him, it's, hor- it's horrible. Is it? It is horrible. <laughs> Uh, But that's why I appreciate Brian McDonald being here. Todd wanted to get in. He was patient. He waited through the break. Wanted to talk a little Texans and C.J. Stroud. Todd, what's going on? 
What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Good man. Uh, real quick, I think Lovey Smith saved Casario because, as I recall, everything was Bryce Young, Bryce Young, bad S two scores for CJ CJ Strauss, uh, Mulligata, the agent, yada yada yada, all of those things. And then the Texans beat the Colts and uh, gave them the number two pick, and the Bears traded number one. And so, like Justin was saying about about Casario, all right, so if it would have went the other way and you were looking at one and six with Bryce Young putting up what he's doing in Carolina and Houston, would Casario be fired for that? I mean, the green pick as well. Uh, Singley has barely played. Like, man, there's a lot of questionable moves made. And I think, my honest opinion, he lucked into C.J. Stroud. Of course, once you get C.J. Stroud, you're always going to be like, it was always C.J. Stroud for us. I don't think it was. I think he got lucky. I'll hang up here with y'all have to say. It's not a crazy theory. I mean, that that the fact that they lucked into C.J. Stroud. But, listen, the book's not closed on either one of these guys yet. This could all be for not. Bryce Young could figure it out in year two. Um, I mean, you know, you saw Trevor Lawrence struggle in year one on a bad team, and now he's played a lot better. It happens a lot. Peyton Manning was bad. There's a reason why these guys go where they go, because there's bad teams at the top of these drafts. So when you're a quarterback that goes to a bad team, some teams just get better faster than others, right? Well, but let me say this, because I've said this, I've had this conversation before. As much as you'd like to believe your general manager is the smartest voice in the room at, at an analyzing talent, There is a theory out there that should be respected that actually with all the animosity and all the problems and all the discussions that ensued after they blew a game they should have lost and won a game they they should have lost. They they blew blew a game and won a game they should have lost in Indianapolis. That it actually was the greatest thing to ever happen to this organization because if they don't lose, if they don't win that game, I think there's a better than... Better than seventy five percent chance they take Bryce Young. Um, you know what though, maybe so. And again, you don't know Bryce Young still might be. And not to say that Bryce Young great. is bad yeah, either, right? He's but playing he's pretty not well. CJ Stroud in the way he's come out of the gates. Just on but let me ask fire. you this: If you put Bryce Young on this team, is he better than he is with that? I mean, that Carolina. You talk about a bad old bad line. Yeah, and that, that defense ain't really helping them. Your defense is a lot better here. What I tell you, top top seven, top ten in points allowed, that means you're getting off the field. You're you're giving your offense a chance to go out there and, and do some things. I mean, it's all of it. You can't just take pick and choose one thing and take it out and say, okay, what if here, what if there? Because but you hear what I'm saying, right? I, I totally get it. And But don't sleep on the fact, too, that if they had the number one pick, it wasn't a guarantee they were taking Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. True. They may have taken Will Anderson at number but one and tried to move up to get Levis or Anthony there Richardson is, is also. legitimacy to the idea you got a defensive head coach that that game did you a massive favor that maybe you weren't willing to do for yourself because you couldn't figure out who to take Well, that's what he's place. saying, you know, some, uh, is that Lovey and the Bears and that all that was a blessing in disguise because yes, you might have drafted wrong. Was. I... Barry, I, look, because of the fact that, look, whether you were in the Levis camp like Jeremy, whether you were in the camp of Bryce Young like most, whether you believed from Ohio State and otherwise that CJ was still going to be really, really good, me as, as the innocent bystander analyzing everybody, 
I wasn't sure any of these guys were going to be Facts. good. And that's where right? I was. I was like, take Will Anderson, suck next year, get Caleb Williams. Exactly. That was my I, I was, big plan. I was, I was terrible GM. I would have been fully on. I would have been okay with all of right. that because there was no definitive one. Because as good as Bryce Young was in college, we knew that the size issue was a problem. Yes. And you still see that, right? Yes. You still you watch a game last week. You saw mm. he still has a little bit of a hard time seeing over the line. Well, how many how many better balls does Stroud have? No, he did too. And I mentioned that the, <laughs> other, the other day with Jeremy. Yeah. But at the same time, you it's it's immistakable that the height and the size is still an issue True. with Bryce Young. So to the overall point I'm making, you couldn't definitively say any of these guys were going to be surefire, can't miss prospects. The way that that last game of the regular season played out, if you were going to go quarterback, made the decision for you. Mm. Now, they still tried, if you believe the rumors, they still tried to trade up with the Bears. And if they traded up with the Bears, I don't think they were trading up to get C.J. Stroud. Probably not, but wasn't that kind of the consensus? Is that the consensus take if you weren't going Will Anderson was Bryce Young? Would you? Would you? Well, with the best, I'm, you're talking about with the first pick. Yeah, yeah. The first pick, even Lance will tell you, the first pick Had was be, Bryce Young. Yeah, right. So I don't know. I'm not of the belief that there was anybody in that room over there uh, on Kirby. That thought that was thinking C.J. Stroud was a better quarterback than Bryce Young. If they were going to go quarterback, and to the caller's point too, whether it was the McNairs stepping in and saying, this is the year we're getting a quarterback, damn it, no matter what, we're just do it. Or it was, hey, we're taking whichever is left over between Young and C.J. Stroud. I don't know the answer to that, but there's enough, uh, there's enough that has shown up over time that tells me that, I believe that there's a pretty damn good chance that game dictated who you were going to take. Yeah, it, it I, probably, probably. So, so they got lucky, and that's exactly it. But I mean, at the time, let me ask you: forget everything you know about these players right now. Right. Put yourself on uh, day two of the draft. We know what the Texans have done. Lovey Smith loses the last game. They get the number one pick. They don't trade out, and they take Bryce Young. Even though we we were both like, eh, I'm not a Young or Stroud or uh, Levis or Anthony Richardson guy. I'm a Caleb Williams guy. I'll wait till next year. It would have still been the right pick at that day. Now, eight games into the season, see, I don't think it's you ever, not. See, then the, it was. Yeah, you, you talk about it from the standpoint of the organization, and then you also have to individually talk about it and what it would mean for Casario. Right. If you swung and missed on a quarterback, it could be your job. If you decided that none of these three guys were going to be what you were looking for, and you decided we're taking, we have a new defensive-minded head coach, we're going to give him his defensive-minded big-time player with our first pick, I think he, his job is safe, right? The only way you find out that you're going to lose your job for not taking one of the quarterbacks if one or more of them turn out to be franchise quarterback. Yeah. Would you have rather had Bryce I'll be the Young- first to admit, by the way, because you and I have had this conversation. But I, I'm the first to admit over and over again, I had my doubts about C.J. Stroud. Same. Would you have rather had Stroud or Young or one of those four quarterbacks that were taken you know, in that draft, especially with Richardson going, what, fourth? Yeah, to the so, Colts. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a mock for this year already for the next draft. So those four verses, Caleb Williams. Drake May. Drake May, um, Bo Nix, and J.J. McCarthy. See, you kind of know what those. Here's where you, you got to throw. Flash but, of what but those here's the four thing. were. Here's where you got to throw the caveat again. Are we saying knowing what we know now, 
because that that affects the Stroud Young sure. conversation, and it also affects the Caleb Williams conversation, right? Because two Heisman's in, getting ready to start a season. Yeah, I'm saying hands down, all my chips are in that of all the quarterbacks we're discussing, Caleb Williams to me looks like the best prospect. But now, seven or eight weeks into the NFL season, and and, and also college, analyzing CJ Stroud, yeah. I'm not sure that CJ Stroud isn't the best quarterback in that discussion. Of of these eight names, you're right. It's like wow. And again, you don't know what Drake May is going to be. You don't know what you know, JJ McCarthy is going to be, or Bo Nix. And you really don't. Penix know. is going to be in that discussion at the end at yeah. the end of the day too. And you don't know what really any of them are going to be. But just based on body of work, and you know. And again, hindsight's always going to be Absolutely. 2020. The fact is, I mean, to, to his point, he was wanting to get rid of Casario, and he lucked into that. Okay, you know what? The Rockets lucked into Hakeem Olajuwon, too, and Ralph Sampson. And one of those worked out, and one of them didn't. So sometimes you got to just get lucky as a franchise. Look at the Spurs. Just They lucked into Webinyama. So it's not you, – sometimes you got to get lucky. You know, and then yeah. you've got to you got to make sure that you don't do something really stupid when you get a pick like that. And and maybe you know what? I ain't mad. At, I'm not firing Nick Casario because he got lucky and ended up getting the number two pick and had to take C.J. Stroud. I'm not going to fire him for that. No, but you understand what I'm saying. Right? I do. I, mean, I do. I, I do. I totally do. But I'm just saying to the caller's point that kind of started all this. Yeah. I, I'm Nick Casario. He's got a leash with me now. Especially See, I now think so that they've too. got a, I think a, as a much guy. as we've scrutinized all the other moves, be, and I said this when the caller, the, the other when we had the other caller, when you get it right, or it looks like you got it right with the most important position in sports as a franchise quarterback, yeah, you buy yourself some time. Because right now, I think the worst thing he's done so far was the Stingley over Sauce pick. In my mind, and maybe I'm missing no one or not well, thinking Green's about it. Pretty bad too. Yeah. That's true. Right? I think yeah. that, that entire first round, if he had a duo. But it was like, ooh. Because it was a guard, too. It wasn't and, a left tackle. But you know what? It was, the, because that's big, too, right? You, true. A guard doesn't go that high normally true. anyway. But, it, but with, with Sauce and Stingley, that was kind of one of these Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud scenarios. Which one should true. you take? Good point. Which one is everybody saying you should take? And everybody was saying, Jeremy and I were both ah, on board. It's 50-50, And really. I trusted because Jeremy watched Sauce play, too. But I said, look, if you have 1A, 1B, both guys are evaluated the same way. If one guy doesn't have a history of illness or injury, and, and in the case of an injury of a defensive back where it's your foot, yeah. If it's 1A, 1B, and everything else seems to be pretty much the same, I got to take the guy Less that doesn't injury. have the injury history. Yeah, true. So, all right, there you go. That's uh, the five thirty, the 5 to 5.30 hour, half hour of the show. Still 30 minutes to go in the show. Still got the car wreck of the day coming up. If you've got nominations for car wreck of the day, get them in right now. Let us know what you think might be the car wreck of the day. Maybe it was last night something in the World Series. Maybe it was something else that we missed along the way in, I don't know, the news, entertainment. Comedy, who knows? But let us know, and we'll see what we uh, what we need to get in the car wreck of the day. We've got 30 minutes to go on the show, and we'll get to it next. Don't go anywhere. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 FM. All teams covered. No stalking points necessary. You're back with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. All right, continue to roll on the final half hour of the show. Always a fun experience when we reunite the suspects on the Killer Bees, and he is a bee, so he is the Queen Bee today. Uh-huh. Is we know him. 
Uh, usually, when is, you call someone a B, you're just abbreviating the someone said that, word by the for way. female dog. Uh, you don't you don't get to see these. I guess that's my favorite. Hey, word, bees! Too. What kind of bees produce milk? Boobies. You can use that in your next show. I don't think the guy's going to want it. Oh, kind of boy. Yeah, thanks. I'll, yeah. So feel free There's to no that. way I can write a better joke than that. Hey, by the way, when's your next show? Because you never hear that. Okay. I just <laughs> got any, uh, you, know, you know what someone didn't bring up? You don't up? think that joke would kill in Chicago? No. Okay. Well, Not a bit. I don't think you need a joke to get killed in Chicago. No, you'll just get killed <laughs> in Chicago. I want you to know that. Exactly. Well having, having, I'm from a small suburb of Chicago called Milwaukee, but I was close enough to know you don't want to hang out there if you don't have to. No, you don't. Um, by the way, the one thing that I realized for all you suspects listening that didn't catch up, pick up on this, anytime the batter's eye comes up, Ask the botanist next to me what kind of a plant that he should be growing to freaking make the freaking ivy a different color or do something different with all this freaking lawn and plant talk. You know what? I thought just you saying that just now too. You know what I would do? Punch. If we're gonna no, if we're gonna leave it as is, as far as the batter's eye, and you want to replace the ivy, cool. Replace it with poison ivy. Now you've got to decide, do you want to go and and let it run all the way down, including the wall, right? Like, you know how Wrigley had their fence and the ivy? Yeah, same kind of thing, right? Right down there in center field, the ivy goes from the top all the way to the grass, but it's poison ivy, and now you've got to decide, do you want to try to go up and take a home run away? Players got to make business decisions. Exactly. That's more fun. And we can sponsor it, Tao's Poison Ivy Wall. You're on to something. It could be sponsored by Roundup. It could be. There's a lot of options. I like it. Poison Ivy. You could. You could have. You boy. You could get an, uh, a sponsorship gotta, with like calamine lotion. Like you run again, if you listen to the flagpole to the Poison Ivy wall for a majority of the time that we work together. Yes. That was and the dumbest because thing I've ever this said. developed later than lawn talk. Yes. I'm going to do what I should always do whenever it comes up and you go this long on a rant. And Hammer for $18.33. We're done. <laughs> the damn eye. <laughs> uh, I, you know bring what? the hammer back and we're going to do it. I love it. I don't, I don't want to bring a... Uh, how did he never sponsor our show? Bro, I have no idea. You know how much run that dude got God, on the serious show? And now it's his son? Yeah. But he's going by the hammer. Shouldn't he at least be the mallet? Shouldn't he be something yeah, else? I think you're right. How can you be the hammer? There's only one hammer. Yeah. What are you, the ball peen? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you say bald? No, not bald. Oh. Ball peen. Like, that's a hammer. whole different thing. See? That's a, only you. Maybe not only you, maybe but that's that alopecia. trying to get dumped yeah. again today? It's <laughs> yeah. an alopecia issue. That's that is. Okay. <laughs> uh Oh. Total Dallas said the batter's eye should just be a picture of Adolis Garcia. Ouch. She, Total ouch. Arlington. Ouch. ouch. Total Arlington. I mean, we've given him a little bit. Look, he's going to get his, his chip, it looks like. But he needs to slow his roll, too, because he's taking more lumps than, than I won't say it. But the fact of the matter is, he's taking a lot of L's before he got to this point. Yeah. So slow your roll. There's well. more. There's more silver boots under our bed than freaking yours. He Let's brings put it, it on himself. He, he knows what he, you know. He knows what he's doing. But yeah, does he? Yeah, I think so. Is Drake I think still so. His friend? Listen, there's no such thing as bad publicity, and as long as they're talking about you, they're talking Ask about Matt you. Right? Matt. Well, going back to that conversation, <laughs> exactly. That's pretty easy to go that route, right? By the way, uh, we'll get off of this. But oh, by I, the way, happy birthday, brother bear. 
Oh, happy but birthday, loyal, brother bear. Loyal to yeah, both of us for a yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah, loyal suspect yeah. for a long time. All right, I crunched the numbers. I took the seven years uh, post Tal's Hill, excluding 2020, because that was the COVID season when they weren't here. And then I took the we, seven we, years pre Tal's Hill. Like to exclude 2020. Yes, which was 2015 and back. Now, something to be said for the quality of team at these times, but it doesn't matter. The numbers don't lie. Pre Tal's Hill. Houston Astros averaged 631 runs a year on average as a team the seven years, the last seven years of Towels Hill. Okay? Post Towels Hill, the team averaged 823 runs. That's almost 200 more runs a year. Without Tows Hill, I'm telling you, that's where the careers of Bagwell and Biggio were buried under the hill. It's gone. Offense has taken off. Enough said. So you don't want the hill back after all. Facts are there. No, I do want the pole, though. I want the pole. That you do. I, I think... would like you to isolate that for me, BMAC, <laughs> and I'd like you to isolate whether we use it on air or not. <laughs> I'm going to need that clip. making his ringtone. Barry's just usually a fan of people who work around poles. You know what? It could be sponsored the way that by the Gold literally Cup. came out, I'm just letting you know it had nothing <laughs> I want to the do pole. with the stripper. Nothing to do with the stripper. I hate you, Joe Blake. Nothing at all. I hate you. Okay, we don't need to keep saying it in the chat on Twitch either. Barry wants the poll. Yeah. In center, you know what? Sometimes when a poll is large and magnificent, See? you just got to admire it. Shut up, BMAC. See? Now, here we go. <sighs> Boy, you Down know, you know when this doesn't happen? When I do the show by myself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. That's, that was uh, you did it. I did. I died. You cooked it. Just another self-inflicted. Yeah. You call it a wound? What? You calling it a wound? I mean, this is what it is, right? Yep. Um, Looking at that clock, hoping it gets to the break pretty soon. Are we done? How (laughs) red am I right now? (laughs) I'm as red as a straw in my tree. Yes, you are. (laughs) Oh, that's a good time. Did you get a new haircut or something, though, by the way? Because you can't be red as a straw on top because you are... You're, you're, yeah, I shaved it all this morning yeah, for TV. Tight, you know. Oh, for TV. Some of those big time where they can find you on TV. TV stars. Yeah, you know what? That's cool. Thank you. Uh, Drum Salt and I do a show you can watch every Saturday on CW39 here in Houston. It's called Football Saturday. We kind of lead you up to college football. Some some shows or some games do kick off before us. What we usually do is we lead into the CW39 game of the week. Uh, this week it's Georgia Tech and. Virginia? Oh, that's a good promo. Glad we ran that one. I don't know. It's uh, uh, Georgia Tech's right quarterback there. is the uh, ex A and M quarterback, but, right? Who? Georgia Tech's quarterback is the yes, ex A and M yes, quarterback. It is. I'm but, sure you talked about that on the show. We don't the team just you don't know. like the whole half hour isn't covering the CW thirty nine game. I mean, you got to talk be, about the poll. That would be you awful. Talk about no. We talk that's about like your Thursday. Show, you know what? Which was supposed to be a college football show. When I listened to you and Jerome, no, it, that was never supposed to be. That was always just sports talk. The Saturday show was college football only. Okay. Was it supposed to be? I think so. No, it's not. I think so. No, I know. <laughs> no. I thought I heard that as now, well. Yeah, now, I know it's not. No, no, no. The Thursday show was meant to be just a, on radio here on, uh, it's called Game On. Um, that's on Thursdays with Jerome and I, and that's just sports talk. Uh, but yeah, the Saturday show on CW is, is called Football Saturday. Uh, rumor is, though, it might be getting picked up. 
carried all over the, all the hey. CWs all across the state coming. That up. Would so be yeah, huge. so yeah, uh, check it out. It's a fun show, man. If you know, I don't I don't like to do anything stuffy. So Jerome gives me the freedom to have some fun and awesome. and and do some fun stuff. So if you're not if you're sick of the boring pregame shows, check that one out. There you go. Thank you. So there's the promo that Appreciate we that. we. If you guys want to get more Barry, and by the way, your next show is. Uh, tomorrow in St. Louis. Well, okay. Can we, can we, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. So Mr. World, not on yeah, tomorrow? Mr. Worldwide. No, I'm, uh, I might call in. I actually might call in from the you road. You should call in depends. while using the Wizinator. No. It no? just depends when my uh, show is. Huh? Come okay. On. Now it is time All for right. break. Pew, pew, pew. Now it's time for break. All right. Someone said Barry's going to get banned again, but I had five car wreck of the day nominee. What did I say? What did I say? Uh, oh, well, bald, and I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. No, I didn't finish it. I just said, did you? He said, ball peen. And I said, did you say bald? He goes, no. Okay. I didn't hear. Okay. You know what? Both of you are off you my Christmas list. Am I talking about list. the hill or the pole? You, both of you are off my Christmas list. And so is whoever brought Was that Was I up ever again. on? Yes. <laughs> oh, for a small window of time. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with the car wreck of the day and wrap this thing up. Don't go anywhere. It is the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 FM. Back to the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5. The show name is a reference to how many great Astros' last name begin with the letter B, who were playing back in the 90s when they were not winning World Series. Bagwell, Biggio, Barry, Bell, and eventually Berkman. You might not remember Barry and Bell, but trust me, you remember Blank and Brenham. Here they are now, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. All right, back final segment of the show. It's Barry, Brian, and myself as we wrap up a second straight Suspects Reunion Tour version of the Killer Bees, which thankfully we've been having more frequently. Uh, always enjoy working with my, my bro, uh, Barry. I uh, got some sad news to pass on to you as you guys are getting in your car, driving home from work, may not have caught this yet, but the general has passed away. One John McClane? Robert Montgomery oh. Knight, Bobby Knight, <sighs> me. passes away at 83. That's Yeah, that's sad. But what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Bobby Knight? I just, throw I just text. Yeah, I was like, throw I'm going to throw chair. a chair yep. in his honor. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that's. I'm going to immediately send out the gif of Ron Swanson throwing the chair across the room in uh, Parks and Rec while he's wearing the red sweater. There you go. Like the the other thing too, if you watch, and I forget if it was the documentary on Vital or if there was a documentary on Bobby Knight, but he held grudges, and Vital was like super in his corner at all times. And evidently, at one point, Vital said something about him during a telecast. And he stormed back and forth in front of them doing their stand-ups. And he was fuming. And then he gave them, like, one of those monster grip handshakes. And you could just tell that he was totally ticked off at Vital. It's like, bro, like, you're in a business where you're going to get scrutinized all the time. Yeah. It's why Charles says that. He does what he does, and he understands that as part of it, some of his friends are going to go along the wayside, like Michael Jordan, because he's got to be honest, and people don't understand that. Yep. It, it's a, it, it comes with the territory. When you sign up for this, you open yourself up to criticism, just like you're responsible for being honest in your critique of people that maybe you're intimidated by or friends with or whatever. You've just got to, to be honest. But, yeah, dude was a coaching legend. I don't know what his... Well, that's why I, I think Tom Brady got out of the the Fox deal because I think Tom Brady thought it was all going to be fun and sunshine and rainbows till he realized I'm going to start having to criticize guys yeah. I played with that are going to have a direct line to come at me, 
and not be happy with me. And I don't think he wanted all that smoke. And see, that was the beautiful way that uh, the Mannings did the Manning cast is they don't have to be so critical, but they can still be associated with football. Right. Like you don't it's not an you're not an analyst per se. You're just breaking down in game and, you know, being funny and, oh, we should call a timeout here. There's ways like you that. can pass the buck on yeah, blame by exactly. still pointing out that was a bad read. Exactly. That was a bad play call. Uh, Bobby Knight, his career. Um, is he more? He's Indiana. He's Indiana. Right? No I was gonna say, yeah. is he more tech or Indiana? Indiana? Yeah. Three NCAA Division One championships, five Final Fours, eleven Big Ten Had regular seasons, season undefeated season. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nine oh two and three seventy one was his record. It's pretty good. It's yeah, really good. Really, really he had, good. He's already in the Hall of Fame, right? Um, he has to be. should be. I think I remember him most though for his run as an assistant at Cuyahoga Falls High School. Okay. That's really where. You're on his Wikipedia page right now, aren't you? Absolutely not. All right here, buddy. Don't look. <laughs> I think all right here. Turn this away from the twist. The thing where you you understand like coaching lifers. He coached Shashevsky. That's crazy. At where? At at Army. Uh, well, yeah, Army. I believe you're Army. right. Yeah. He was a consultant for Naismith too. Okay. He 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 hung the peach basket. <laughs> He was he was the carpenter that built it. If you could find talent looking at Shashevsky, who could only look smaller and less physical, right? When he played, where who do you think was worse at basketball, Shashevsky or Jeff Van Gundy? Van Gundy. You think so? Yeah. Okay. It could be. Yeah. Van Gundy played it like Nazareth. <laughs> Nazareth. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. played with Jesus. <laughs> no. Okay. No, but he was a carpenter. The game. Before he became a Charlie Murphy weren't available. It's the only way Van Gundy could play in the game and say game blouses. <laughs> game blouses, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, you know what's funny? I'm scrolling down the Wikipedia. No, I'm not. And there's a picture of Bobby Knight and, and uh, Mike Krasuski right there. Krzyzewski. Yeah. During their tenure at Army. Yeah. God, we did a... I had no idea Bobby Knight ever coached for Army. No clue. I just... I mean, Bobby Knight's coaching career started for me in Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know? And like I said, it went through 10. I think BMAC and- makes the... The, the big point, too, which is to have the undefeated season. It's the last one, isn't it? Uh, UNLV was close that one year. And then well, Duke you know, he lost the title to Duke game. in the final. Yeah. I don't know that anybody's run the table. And then Kentucky got to, I think, the Elite Eight uh, was about five, six years ago. Yeah, they got Wisconsin. to the Elite Out and lost to Wisconsin. Damn right. They were undefeated. Every damn time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Frank the Frank the Tank and Sam Decker. Eat your heart Set out. Set Joel right up for that one. Yeah. Wait, don't ask how. You know exactly how that came up. Were you excited that yeah, Sam Decker was a they blew it against rocket. Duke and they blew a lead. And then it's like it doesn't matter because you didn't win at all. Were you just, I mean, fro- frothing at the mouth when they got Sam Decker, the Rockets? You were just like, oh, No oh, doubt. Sam will tell you that. Yes. The whole organization was. They were like, oh, my God, you got your boy. You got a Badger. Daryl, even right after That's he drafted great. him, he goes, hey, Joel, we drafted you, your boy. You're welcome. Like, oh, it's awesome. And then, <laughs> and and then, then about then? two days later, I was sitting with Mikhail on the sideline watching practice. And I go, how's my boy looking? He goes, well, <laughs> we, <laughs> do, <laughs> we do this drill where we have everybody shoot 25 threes. And, you know, he shot it really well in college. I go, coach, don't tell him. He goes, he just posted the worst score in the history of the test. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Ah, that's great. He got mad at me too. Decorative? True story. Oh. Yeah. Someone put there someone tweeted me or something like that. 
and said that they were proposing a trade for the Rockets in which Sam Decker was the, quote, centerpiece to bring back, like, a true superstar. I remember oh, no. this. And I was honest and said, uh, to He's no one ever is Sam Decker the centerpiece oh, no. I remember of a this. trade to bring that back. And he got mad at me. I remember this. This yeah. happened when we were on air. I think that's right. Yeah, and he I got do mad remember that. Yep. And yep. he was like, you know what? Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he took yeah. a shot at you. It missed, yeah. obviously, but... <laughs> Yeah, still took a shot at you. Uh, I my dome, but he didn't shoot that <laughs> yeah. way. So, yeah. uh, that's a good time. All right, let's get the car wreck of the day. Peace to, to uh, the general. The general, not Bobby that general. Knight. Guys, I haven't seen my shoe tops in what? 15 years. What do you mean I died? I feel like it, but I didn't know. Let me tweet another obvious Astros take. <laughs> the dynasty's <laughs> over. What? You all right? My leg is broken. The ball's coming through. Let me see. you prick. Where's my f***ing money? This is the Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. All right. You heard the man. CarWreckTexas.com. That's where you find my man, Steve Hollingsworth. If you ever get into a car wreck, that's the number you should already have saved in your phone because he's the guy that's going to be in your corner. And he doesn't get paid unless he wins. So, therefore, he is going to be with you every step of the way to make sure that you do. It's awesome. All right. Awesomeness. What we normally do is we let the people speak first. They make their nominees before if we have any extras, we can make ours. So, let's start and go right down the list. Uh, 4187, one of my biggest fans of all time, says, Barry is going to be banned again by 97.5, therefore, car wreck nominee. What? For what did I s- Okay. I mean. true. Holes and I mean, I'm no Chris Broussard. Thank God for that, or we yeah, wouldn't be working mine. together. We yeah. might he's, not be on the air right now. He's mine, by the way. I just cheated. Yeah. This is the one you're going to love, though, because I, I don't think you have to worry about winning. Oh, okay. 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 Eight nine nine eight, which wasn't the only one, but Honey Glaze Branham says, are we going to just let this Michael Connor using the women's restroom story oh, not yeah. get nominated? There you right. go. Yeah. yeah, pretty true there. I like that. Darren gets nominated because he texted in Rangers for the win tonight. No one ever said Rangers fan is welcome or should chime in on a Houston Astros (laughs) radio-type program in a Houston market. So you can kiss our ass. Wow. And you are a finalist. Yeah. So just remember that. Josh McDaniels, a nominee because he has been fired and relieved of duties after crapping the bed with the Raiders in his second coaching stint. Does he ever get another chance? I think he's going to be the offensive coordinator again at some point if Belichick keeps coaching. You think he takes over for Belichick? I think it's possible. He was supposed to be. Yeah. I think Bill O'Brien would, and his butt chin would like to have a word. Could be. Dynamic duo. Whoever loses out, would they take the offensive coordinator? Maybe. Uh, 4187, my biggest fan, also nominated Michael <laughs> Connor for the car wreck of the day for using the ladies' room. Does he even know we brought that up? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. Someone made a very funny, but I don't think Uh-oh. I should probably use it uh not play on Chris Broussard's last name to react to his <laughs> comment? No, I know exactly where that's headed. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, no thanks. Leave yep. it there. Do you boys have anything else to add uh, to those nominees? Josh not- Beard getting the flu and uh, missing the work today after being out in tights. I think deserves Great a nomination. Call, there you go. Great uh, call. People of North Carolina like uh, trying to hug bears on the highway. Okay. You, got one? you know what? I was going to say something highly inappropriate about Josh. Well, why not? Um, I mean, both just, Connor and Beard have been well, nominated for the car wreck of the day. I feel like the uh, wheelhouse. It that's all they used to do is, to, you is know, use us. Back in the day, I would have said it. I uh, can't. 
Uh, I, I respect I respect the airwaves. I'm going to get that one that says much. Barry should no. be. No? No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Chris Broussard. What, what, what a dummy. He should be nominated. Absolutely. That's absolutely a great. Yeah, I think he needs mine. to be the winner. If you don't know, Google it, because we're not going to use the word on the air, but he used yep. a very inappropriate <sighs> word, word to describe James Harden. Yep. And in part, he needs to apologize, and he's lucky if he still has a job. It was a brutal whole conversation with him and uh, uh, Nick Wrong. <laughs> Yes, him yeah. and Nick Wright. Yeah, no, or Nick, Nick Wrong. wrong. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just awkward and brutal and ugh, it was gross. So what's it come down to? Connor, Beard, Ooh. or Broussard? Oh. My, my uh, vote is Broussard. Yeah, okay. I go with Broussard on that. I think the, the ramifications are such that yeah. it should be Broussard. I agree. So Connor and Beard get go. a pass, luckily. Don't worry. They'll give us all the opportunities. Yeah. Tights and ladies rooms <laughs> are a, a runner-up to... Chris Broussard. Yeah. Congratulations, Chris. And of course, Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by the Hollingsworth Law Firm. Go to carwrecktexas.com. If you get in a car accident, it's the number you should already have saved in your phone because they are going to save you a whole lot of trouble. Also, if you want to call them, you can call them at 713 999 8773. 713 999 8773. Save it in your phone or carwrecktexas.com. Barry, you know I always appreciate you. I love you and I always have a great time doing shows with you. Love be you, back. Thanks for having me, Appreciate man. you doing what you do again for a second day in a row. Jeremy will be back tomorrow. Joe, eh, we'll see. Uh, we'll have the Killer Bees <laughs> tomorrow from 3 to 6. You guys have a great night.